morning, good day everyone. We of course are glad you guys could join us again for another Talk It Over this week. I of course am Ian and with me today is Leanne, my wonderful wife. Um, today we are in our second week of how to study the Bible. Uh, so far for a two week series, it's been really good. Really enjoyed it. It was, I think it's a great add on to the, you know, studying the book of Ruth. Mm -hmm. I think it was really good because we did kind of study Ruth as well which was nice. And uh, yeah, I think this is a great way to continuing to learn a little bit more about the Bible. Uh, but before we dive into our talk it over today, we'll have a little bit of a catch up here. So how was your week this week, Leanne? How have things been for you? I know most of it, but the people with us may not. Yeah, it's been a good week. Um, I got get, worked on getting over a cold. Um, so I was feeling lots better this week which is nice um just to kind of get stuff caught up um started the week out with golfing and i realized i enjoyed golfing i don't know if i actually enjoy it but i had a lot of fun doing it um just meeting with some friends as a fundraiser for the ronald mcdonald house which is a charity that is near and dear to us as we spent too many nights there um with our son uh, while he's in hospital and so just yeah participating and had a lot of fun with that yeah yeah it's been uh let's say not a crazy week but uh, kind of getting prepared for uh, our camping weekend mm -hmm. next weekend okay. uh for thanksgiving up here in canada for us it's thanksgiving um and so yeah looking forward to that and then we have our big make-a-wish trip for mm -hmm. our son uh the following week which uh, he's extremely excited for yeah. really looking forward to it so uh should be a lot of fun yeah and uh, so far the long-range forecast is looking quite good we should have some pretty decent weather so it should be a lot of fun looking forward to that um but yeah nothing really exciting extremely exciting for me um we had uh celebrated our anniversary which was nice mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's been it's been good it was good to have that evening out and just enjoy the company of each other for a little bit so yeah it was good um all right so into uh how to study the bible our scripture today comes from John uh, 1, verses uh, 1 to 14. Um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And I think that really kind of sums up a lot about what the Bible is. It's living, it's, it's breathing, it's a part of us. It's constantly changing in ways for us to understand it more. Yeah. The more we read it, the more we get out of it. The more we get out of it, the more we can make changes, the more we can continue to grow closer to God. Mm -hmm. And it, it is just a living thing. It, it's, it's constantly adjusting as we read through it. Yeah. And our perspective can change on it too. Like I can read it, uh, one verse one day have something happen to me in life and then the next day I read the same verse and get something different out of it because life changes and God shows me different things as I'm reading through it. Yeah, it's it's an excellent thing and it, it's just amazing, yeah, how much you can get out of the same passage and different points of your life or different parts of your year mm -hmm. and reading it over again and getting something completely different the next time you read it. Yeah. So yeah, it is, uh, it's amazing. Um, our first question, um, what was your favorite subject in school and what made it interesting or exciting for you? Hmm. I loved gym and, um, yeah, just in high school, I played a lot of soccer 
and to the point where I ended up smashing up my knees too many times so I can't play it anymore. Uh, but it was, I don't know, I just loved running and I still love running, I just don't do it as consistently as I wish I did. Um, and it's very competitive and I loved, I don't know, just being able to kick balls and shoot hockey pucks and I didn't like hockey actually but just, I don't know, just being active and running around and having fun and being on a team with other people and just all coming together and chasing after the same goal of trying to work together and win the game. So mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. I also really enjoyed art and um, just the creativity that it takes to, um, and the details and the fine art skills that I really worked to develop them. Um, just had a lot of fun with drawing and being crazy and everyone being creative in the same room together at the same mm -hmm. time. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm at the, well, maybe not the opposite end of the spectrum on that one, but in a very different direction. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it was like shop class. Um, so it didn't really matter what kind of shop class it was. Just enjoyed those. Uh, woodworking was a lot of fun. Electrical was a lot of fun. Um, even the automotive was fun. Um, but just being able to, I would say more in the woodworking was just being able to create something out of just this block of wood yeah. and then being able to form it, make it, cut it, sand it, shape it. It just, I don't know, I really enjoyed the class, loved it. Um, and yeah, just, again, just brought out a bit of that creativity, I guess would be for art class. Yeah. Um, same idea. Um, the other one for me that was, that stands out is actually, uh, drama class. Really enjoyed that. Didn't think I would. I really just signed up for the class to get my art credit because yeah. I didn't want to do like drawing art. Yeah. My skills are about stick people. So that's about, <laughs> that's about my long and short in art class. So I needed the credit, took the class, had a great teacher that actually made it really fun and enjoyable. And it does. It certainly does. When you have a, a teacher that really dives into the class and really immerses themselves and brings you along with them. Yeah. Uh, makes a big difference. And so for me, that's kind of, it, it got me out of this really shy kid because I could, you know, be funny. I could do things and it's okay because it's part of the class. Right. And, you know, no judgment in the class. So it, it really kind of helped me as a, you know, grade 10 student just to kind of come out of that really timid part of myself and be a bit more expressive of myself outside of the class as well as in. So it, it was it was really good. Really enjoyed that, uh, that class for sure. So I don't know what that is for you guys. Um, please let us know in the comments what that might be for you, what subject that was. Maybe it was uh, earlier on. Maybe it was in your elementary school years. You had a great subject, great teacher that made it more fun or really made it come alive. Um, but please let us know what that is. Or maybe it's in college. Maybe you found something you loved in college and that's what you focused on. You're doing it as a career. But we'd love to hear from you. Um, so please let us know. Um, in the message today, uh, was there a part that was uh, very impactful for you? Something that stood out more than the rest of the message? Yeah. Um, I loved the quote that Pastor Craig um, quoted from actually Pastor Rick Warren. The Bible should give us a bigger heart, not a bigger head. Ooh, that is a good and, one. And um, yeah, it's just... I don't know. It just was reminding me that it's not about what you know. It's about how you apply what you know. Um, and the God's word is all about love. And so if you're reading it as just like a, 
a scholarly thing, then that's great, but it also, like, you need to allow it um, to penetrate your soul mm. and to be able to apply what you're actually learning so that you can better yourself and um, spread God's love to the people in your world and in your sphere of influence. Yeah, because, yeah, that head knowledge is great. Mm -hmm. It's great to know it, but if you're not applying it or using it in a practical way, you're kind of missing what God has for us, right? Right. Because and God's all about the application of what you're learning, right? Yeah, and in, um, how old was I? Maybe in grade eight. I was a part of a group um, within my church called the Quizzing Group. And so we would learn... The book of John mm -hmm. um, and sorry I'm just trying to think if I did a two two years or one year I remember specifically the book of John and so there were specific chapters in the book of John that I had to learn and memorize and I remember the first um, I was uh, um, assigned the book of John 3 or the chapter John 3 and obviously, like, there's John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever mm -hmm. believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And so, I, as I just did, I can just rhyme off that verse, but it didn't really mean anything to me until my best friend passed away. And then the day of her funeral, I had, that was the verse of the day for that day. And then I'm, it never really meant anything to me until I was like, wait, my friend is actually in heaven because of Jesus and his love. And so like, it didn't really come alive. I knew it and I knew it forwards and backwards and up and down, but it didn't actually mean anything until later in life when God was like, actually, this is specifically what it means. And so, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's all about the heart and changing the heart and not just knowing it mm. yeah that that heart transformation taking it from from a intellectual to a practical yeah um yeah you gotta have that movement to really have the impact of what god had for us right, right. um for me again actually a quote not the same one um but the bible is meant to transform us not just inform us mm -hmm. which is very similar right uh, because there's a lot of information in the Bible that depicts a lot of things that are happening, but it's not meant just to say this is how this is this is what you need to do. It's it's there to say this is how God how Jesus lived, and you need to follow in those footsteps. Right. And if we're not having that transformation, and we're just using the information, we gain again. It's a lot of knowledge, but we're not really gaining the use out of it. It's not changing us inside. To make us, you know, better, closer to God, mm -hmm. we're not following what's been laid out for us. Yeah. And I find that it just it's I find it interesting because yeah, I think a lot of times we can get wrapped up in, let's read the information, let's get the information, mm -hmm. let's you know, I like to research things, I like to have the information, I like to be informed, making informed decisions in a lot of things that I do, I like to be informed and have the information. But if I take that information and be like, oh, that's good, and then, you know, just go off and whatever, it's not really helping me in any way, right? And that's the same as reading the Bible. I can gain, I can read the Bible a million times, but if I'm not actually allowing it to transform me or penetrate my heart or change me in any way, it's not really 
you know, it's, it's not helping, mm -hmm. right? It's not helping to have the information if you can't have a heart change. Right. And I think that's where a relationship with the Holy Spirit and, well, God, but the, the Holy Spirit is so important so that that's really what um, comes into our hearts and really, like, speaks to us while we're reading the Bible. Because I know there are times where I'm reading the Bible and I'm just tired and I'm just, it's almost become more of a chore than an actual, like, um, transformational tool for me sometimes sometimes and so I'll just be reading it as like yes I can just check off that I've read the Bible at the end of the day um, so I'll read it and then I'll be like I don't remember what I read but I'm too tired and I'll just go to bed but when you like you have to like when I invest myself into actually what I'm reading paying attention to what I'm reading and asking the Holy Spirit to reveal himself to me so that I can see something in my life that needs to change or mm -hmm. I need to learn and have a different perspective on it, that's when it becomes so much more alive and transformational within my life. Yep. And you have to be open to that transformation. Yep. Um, you have to be willing to take that step um, because if you're not willing to take the step, it can't, it's hard for it to happen. Yes. If you're not willing to be open to it. Right. Um, okay, next question here. We're going to read uh, 2 Timothy verses 3, 16, and 17. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses, uh, God uses to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. With that in mind, kind of what I was talking about before, the Bible is meant to transform us, not just inform us. How have you seen this transformation in your own life? There are times where life just get like really difficult and um, just having access to God's word and reading through God's word just encourages me to... Um, to keep going or to question or like okay, I'm thinking specifically of when Emmett was in the NICU and I spent a lot of time pumping and so I would pump for 15 minutes at a time for well, it was supposed to be six times a day and so it's a lot of time just sitting there doing nothing and um, so I would pull out my YouVersion Bible app and I'd read through the Psalms. And it was when he was in the NICU that I was the most, it was a big struggle um, to see God at work when we were constantly hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And there was just lots of times where I was just wanting to yell and scream at God, at other people. And so um, reading through the Psalms, it helped to me to see that it's okay to be angry mm -hmm. and it's okay to question God and he actually wants us to come to him with those questions and so just seeing it modeled in the Bible that David who is a man after God's own heart was having all of these same questions and concerns and issues that I was having um, it helped me to feel that like I'm not weird I'm not out there yeah. I'm not you're not the only one. I'm not the only one. I'm not so lost and out there that God doesn't love me anymore. He still loves me and 
he wants to have those conversations with me. And so I spent a lot of time then praying to, about it with God and just asking him for help and for peace and for his presence in my life so I could feel him through the darkest times. And I think that, yeah, the biggest struggle was really what brought me closest to God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I remember having very similar times. Uh, mine, of course, wasn't pumping, but yeah. mine was on car rides back and forth mm. uh, from the house to the hospital and crying out and expressing my frustration um, with where are you? Why is this happening? We were praying. We have so many people praying for a miracle. Why hasn't something changed? Why aren't we seeing, you know, that increase in kidney function? Why aren't we seeing uh, increases in his eating? Why aren't we seeing these things? Um, and realizing that we have to be, we have to be okay to let that out to him. Because I think sometimes we hold it in because we're like, oh, I don't want to, you know, yell, scream, be upset at God. I think we need, we want to hold it in, but I think we need to let it out. We need to let him know this is how we're feeling. Even though kind of already knows how we're feeling. Yeah. Expressing it. So there's something about us admitting Maybe it's more for our own it could be. self um, benefit that we have to admit those things to him. Yeah, allowing ourselves to admit that we're just not, we're not seeing it. We're not seeing, yeah. you know, the plan, right? Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's been a lot of, it's not about me and necessarily my comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing, seeing it transform me to be more generous and giving of time, resources, um, skills and abilities, things like that, that sometimes we push to the side, I guess, um, and trying to, you know, find our own personal comfort, our own uh, personal gain, um, certainly came from, uh, a childhood of you've got to hold on to everything, Mm -hmm. um, because you may not have enough. And not relying on, you know, God's providence through times of difficulty and trying to make it ourselves and how impactful that was on me later on in life Mm -hmm. and how it was all about we need to hold on, not give, not share, not um, and try to provide for ourselves. But then coming to the tithe and learning a bit more about the tithe and what does that mean? Because before it was just church was just give what you want to not what god's called us to do i guess right and so uh, learning more about the tithe and and what that means and what that's about and that you can actually test god in the tithe Mm -hmm. and test him in the blessings and things that will come from that 10 percent, right and starting in that and you know kind of feeling oh this has got to be a bit of hokey pokey right like Oh, that can't be right. And, and starting to do it. And then all of a sudden seeing different provisions, things coming in different ways that we didn't expect. And the biggest one for me that I saw was our trip to Guatemala. Hmm. We're like, there's no way we can pay for both of us to go. We just, we don't have the finances to do it. Um, but then sitting down and saying, okay, we can pay half the trip. We can, we can do that but we're going to have to rely on God for the other half. We just, there's no other way for us to be able to make it. And then seeing people that I guess we didn't expect 
to be generous mm -hmm. came and became generous. Yeah. And God was working in them in a way to be part of the blessing for us to go, to make an impact on these kids at the centers and, and, and other people that we came across in yeah. Guatemala and uh, the, the impact that had for them. Um, for me, it was just a huge moment in realizing that God can provide for us what we need when we need it. But we have to be able to do our part of that in faith as well as in our own finances of he's given us everything we need to give back. We need it's it's all his to begin with. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he lets us keep the 90 percent. Yeah. And he's not a vending machine God that I, you just go and say, hey, here's my quarter and I need a can of Coke. So he'll just pop in this. <laughs> no, like, no, it's it's not that at all. The first step and we have to. Yeah, as you're saying, figure out what we can give. We and have to trusting him with the difference. Yeah, we have to we have to put forward what we can do. Yeah, we have to do what we can do, um, and uh, that's one thing I've learned, and that's one thing I think that's kind of been the transforming part for me. Of uh, it's great to have all the information about tithing, giving, and this and that, but if you're not letting it transform you or making a a change to see the transformation, it, it can't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was starting with that 10% started and off we went and seeing God's provision through it made a yeah. huge difference for me yeah. in how I can be generous financially, but also how to be generous in time, skills, abilities, um, can be just as valuable to someone mm -hmm. as a, a, a financial gift of some form, right? Um, so yeah, it, it's huge different transformation and it, we all get different transformations in our lives. Um, and God transforms us in different ways. Yeah. And we just have to be open to it. So let us know guys, if you've had that kind of transformation story, something that's really changed for you as you started reading the Bible or you took a, a step of faith in some way, um, please let us know in the comments. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, I'm going to leave you guys with one question um, this week that you guys can discuss with a trusted friend, maybe your own uh, life group, uh, maybe uh, you know, a family member, something like that, that you could discuss and, and uh, they can be a part of your journey and you can be a part of theirs. Um, what, are the, what are you most looking forward to as you plan how you'll study the Bible this week? And then again, talk, to, talk about any new ways you're planning to approach that or maybe some other way that you're looking forward to trying something different in uh, studying the Bible. But please share that with somebody or leave a comment for us. We would love to hear about that as well. Um, but wow, we have come to the end of our time here again. Man, time flies when you're having fun, I guess, right? Uh, so we, of course, want to thank you guys for joining us each and every week. Uh, we love having you guys with us uh, for our Talk It Over. Uh, we want to thank the tech team behind us, of course, making this all possible for you guys to be a part of it each and every week. Uh, of course, I want to thank you, Leanne, for joining me this week. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, of course, we always want to end with whoever finds God finds life. Thank you.